0: Question time on the sounding board for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. I'm going to start with this one right now, Hutchie, because I know you're a fan. It's from Daniel O'Brien on Twitter. Thoughts on the Taylor Swift PR machine and the hunt for tickets? It's a nightmare for people who want to try and get them, isn't it, Hutchie? And, and you are a massive fan. You have been for uh, many, many years. Yep. The
1: best marketer in the world right now is Taylor Swift. And the the, um, the storytelling and the user-generated content on the way around is phenomenal and yeah, there's monster demand in February, absolutely monster demand. So, yeah, like everyone, I'm a, I'm a bit ticketless at the moment, Damo, but uh, it's, um, I think it's, I think it's genius. I'll,
0: I'll, be, I'll be backing you in, though, ahead of anyone else to, to get your hands on some if you need some. I'll, the, I'll be, I will back the you big,
1: in. We've talked a bit about this on the sounding board over the last year, and I think it's, it's actually manifesting itself. The big content stuff is not only recession-proof, it's growing, right? The big, big ticket stuff, the must-go-to stuff – where the delta in the market is is in the bottom end of consumption, right? So people are prioritizing, like Taylor Swift, for instance. People would rather sacrifice four things they could have done to save to go to that. So yeah. it's inflating the big stuff.
0: Yeah, you you mentioned that. Um, I reckon maybe two or three years ago on this show, I reckon we should reexplore that. Um, given the what's happened and what is happening, um, obviously coming out of COVID, but the the financial price is still there.
1: I think next premium week. is. Explo- Premium is is showing no signs of slowing down. It's off off the charts. Yeah, okay. That's you look at the you look at the ashes ashes market here in Lords. You cannot find a ticket in London like for the cricket. It is really noseble- It is
0: it's only 20, really expensive. Twenty five thousand seats maximum, aren't they? Not even. Yeah. yeah,
1: Um Tweet from but James Hawkins. Premium is big.
0: Uh, actually, no, We'll go to a tweet from Squeaky Twenty One. As a fellow glasses wearer, how did Damien feel about Mason Cox having his glasses stolen by Ben Keys? <laughs> Flashbacks to the Bernie yep. Vince incident. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Bernie started that for a while when he took them off me at the um, at the precinct hotel when he was, uh, I reckon he's about 20, 21 years of age, and I didn't really know him. But um, yeah, uh, in all seriousness, having your glasses ripped off, as Ben Keyes did on Mason Cox on uh, Sunday, it's, it's probably more serious than people wanted to make uh, make of it, actually. Hutchie. But anyway, Ben Keyes did
1: cop it- a, a, a fine. Is it, what's the emotion that goes through your mind? Is it feeling of fear? Well, again, uh,
0: Mason's is more, I think, medical than mine. I mean, he had real serious issues and and lost sight there in a couple of the treatments he had from incidents and injuries on football. I'm just, I'm just basically blind um, and have been from a long time. And I can't wear contacts. They're too dry in my eyes. So, and I haven't got the surgery, but. Yeah, my, my, I, have, I have fear when I have when I lose my glasses because I cannot see a thing. Hutchie. Uh Tweet from James Hawkins. Do you think that because the online trolls impersonated Massai's Twitter, as in Mitch Cleary for the Clayton Oliver rumours, means that Mitch is now in top spot at Channel Seven over Tom Brown? That's an interesting. question. This was a
1: hierarchy thing. <laughs> as we I sort of said, know,
0: we, we we did address this, James, on the on the main body of the sending board this week and. You certainly need to have a profile of sorts, but you probably can't be too big, can you, to have your accounts totally treated the way Mitch's was. But interesting question.
1: Did I think? Do you think it would have happened if you'd ponied up and spent the 20 bucks a month on the blue tick? <laughs>
0: probably would have happened more uh, on another <laughs> topic quicker. Uh <laughs> Hutchie, Tom Burns, it's similar to what we also addressed in the main body of the standing board. It goes this way. If you were the CEO of the Eagles, what statement and actions would you take after the the most recent game, and that being a 171-point loss, to appease the fans? It seems like the Eagles don't have to be anywhere near as accountable or transparent owing to their large member base. Is that a fair assessment?
1: I'll let you answer that one first and I'll, I'll ponder it for a
0: second. It is. I think it is a fair assessment. Again, I don't know whether Tom Burns, who's asked the question is from Perth or, or looking at it from afar. I can only look at it from where I am and that's a long way away from it, but there's an arrogance to that footy club that, that probably doesn't have any parallels with it in, in the AFL system. And, And I'm not even using that as a a criticism. I think the arrogance has helped them um, be as successful as they've been. I think it's helped them maybe win some premierships when other people may have made changes. I'm talking about the know the the infamous drugs era which which they did reap a premiership out of um they decided to go all in on that behavior for that period of time and then they regrouped and they won another premiership in 2018 i I think largely on just putting their chest out and 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 telling the world they're the best um they get to this situation now where they're not the best in fact they're the worst I, i don't think they're um capable of seeing it that way and I reckon a lot of people still at the club have got very comfortable and, and even cosy with um, with where they are at within that operation. So, yeah, I, I think it's a fair question from, from Tom. Um, I, I don't claim to know what they need to do, Tom, other than fix it up. And I, I can't see anything other than major change at the end of the season. I think they're doing the right thing by trying to just get through to round 23 and then address the coach the recruitment, the CEO, and all those matters. I think you're better off doing that out of season than in, but um, that would be my only suggestion. There will be changes, guaranteed, as far as I see it. What are your thoughts on kick.com? This is from uh, 10AOVB. Kick.com signing up some of the world's biggest game streamers, and that it is backed by the Aussie gambling company, Stake. Recently, Twitch has banned the streaming of real money gambling. I'm not aware of this, Hachi. This is your go.
1: Well, I th- saw the stake recently in the uh, financial pages have invested in uh, a gambling license or a gaming license, so that that there's um, a move a foot in that space. I'm not privy with the specifics of it, other than uh, those guys have made a lot of money out of crypto and done a great job building a business, so they'll no doubt be ahead of the trend somewhere. Uh,
0: this is one for Hachi. It seems half of Melbourne has escaped the cold and is currently enjoying the European summer. Surely Damien and Jane deserve a junket as well. When will we have the Standing Board European Summer Special? I don't even know who that's from, actually, unless I'm just I'm misreading it. But you've taken off, Hutchie. You've, you've you've done what everyone else is doing in Melbourne, seemingly.
1: I'm working, Damo, but uh, you're most welcome to join. I'm sure there would have been a Sheffield Shield reunion on here somewhere, mm-hmm. cover of the. Yeah, you know, ex Shield riders who covered the early 80s in the heyday. So for,
0: for the first time in my life, I'm, I've I've had desperate need to rethink where I'm at with um my lifelong um, belief that you should not be taking time off in a footy season. And I, I know you're separate to this. You you can do what you want. You don't even work in the the media space per se anymore. But um I think I'm silly. And I I, don't know, actually, I think I'm about the only one who doesn't take off.
1: Life is short. We don't know how long we're here for, and we need to go on. Live it and embrace it.
0: There you go. I think that's an endorsement of what, I, what I'm thinking. Uh, one more. And as we're talking, we're, um, the, the Ian Chapel and Ian Botham presentation is on tonight. It's a question from Jack Steele. On the eve of The Longest Feud featuring Chaplin and Botham, there is undoubtedly an opportunity for a full series of uh, – I shouldn't have read this. It's about me. He decides to name uh, Mark Robinson, Luke Beveridge, Grant Thomas, and a Halloween special featuring the Scott brothers would be ratings gold. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have read that. (laughs) I didn't know where he was going with it, and I was too far in. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Back on, um, again, in fact, there's no, no need for us to talk about Chaplin and We'll talk about it next week on the, on the main body because uh, by then it will have actually aired. And I'm um, talking uh, blindly at the moment. I've seen the promos to it. I'm aware of the people who've worked on it behind the scenes and they're very excited about it. I'm keen to have a look myself. That was question time on the sounding board for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to DrinkWise.